Hey guys, it's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to inspiring and encouraging Christians of all walks of life to become their full godly potential. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode, and thank you so much for listening. Hey y'all, what's up? It's Kyla with That Christian Girl Podcast, and I'm so excited for today's episode. I apologize this wasn't out on Tuesday. I was having hiccups, but they were like the bad kind. I don't know if you've ever had those kinds of hiccups where it like physically hurts your throat when you hiccup. And my throat was like hurting from that. And then it was so weird because I like started the podcast episode. I was like, oh, it's not too bad. Once I started it it was so bad. I started hiccuping every other word and I was just like, okay, I gotta stop this. We're just gonna post on the Instagram, like, not one coming out because I'm just, my throat hurts and I can't get one word out without hiccuping afterwards. So a little bit of a postponed episode today, but I am super excited because I'm finally going to be doing the episode that I promised all of you, which is all about getting into a gym habit. But I kind of want to get started with some life updates first because I don't know who doesn't love life updates, but first we're going to be talking not talking. First, I'm going to read this super sweet response to one of my podcast polls that I put out on Spotify because Spotify doesn't have a review section. So somebody sent this in to one of my questionnaires and I am like its sweetest little message. So I'm going to get her name wrong. So I'm just going to read out her little message and just like, thank you if you're listening. So she said, hey Kyla, I've told my friends about your podcast and think your podcast deserves so much hype. I love your voice and the way you think when sharing advice. I will be praying for your podcast growth this year. So thank you so much. That is like such a sweet message and it literally makes my day when I get messages from you on Instagram, on my email, or even over like these podcast polls. If you ever are like, I want to leave a little note for her, but I don't have Apple Podcasts, so I can't really send in a review, always send it in on like the little questionnaire thing because I read them and they are all so sweet, but this one was just like a little golden nugget and it made me so happy when I read it. So thank you so much for sending that in. The next life update what are my life updates? So I just got started with semester two. I think I talked about this in the last podcast episode because I had taken a tiny bit of a break for finals, which was pretty stressful. But I, did I do the past episode before all of the crazy stuff on Instagram happened? I have no idea. But I hit 10k on Instagram, which is just crazy. Because that was my goal for 2024. And like, God took that goal and he just ran with it. So this is your sign to make goals for yourself that might seem a little bit scary, might make you go like, I don't think I can accomplish that. Because when I made that goal, I was like at 2000 or something. And like, God took that goal and he ran with it. And he's like, Kyla, like your faith in this goal and the faith that you've entrusted in me to 
that I'd be able to reach this goal for you, I'm going to reach that for you in January, in the first 12 days, I think, of January. And, like, that was crazy, you guys. Just, like, a total God moment where I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. Like, you just showed your power there. And you took the little bit of faith that I had. You took the little bit of faith and you ran with it. And you're like, you know what your little faith can do? I can do so many good things for you with that. So that's my first life update. My second is that tomorrow, well, actually the day that this is coming out, I'm getting my wisdom teeth removed. So I'm not quite sure if I'll be able to do a Tuesday episode, just depending on how my mouth feels. You guys, I'm actually really, really worried, (laughs) but I am like trying to pray about it. Just be like, Lord, I surrender this situation to you. I surrender my fear because there is some anxiety that's going with it. And I'm just like, Lord, please, please help calm my nerves. Please help me not say anything like too weird. Please just help calm me down. And yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried, (laughs) but you know, the Lord is in control and he will help me through it. So I'm definitely praying a lot about that. But I just wanted to say that because I'm not sure how my mouth is going to be feeling if I'm going to be able to talk for a little while after. I don't know. Like this is first for me having like dental surgery. I had braces, but that's not dental surgery. So this is the first time that I'm being put like fully on anesthesia because I am getting I think it's an IV where they they put you completely to sleep I I'm so worried I'm like worried about the dental surgery itself I'm also just worried about the anesthesia for some reason and you know there's a lot of anxieties but trying to surrender those all to God and I probably well maybe I'll be able to post before I go in and just like get on Instagram a little bit before because I do want to do a whole reel that explains Bible reading and stuff. So we'll see how things go with Instagram and this podcast. But if I don't post a Tuesday episode next week, that's why. So don't worry about me. I'll try and get it out maybe Thursday, just depending on my schedule because I kind of have a lot going on next week, which is hard because I'm like, Kyla. Why are you planning so much stuff? You're supposed to be on the mend from this dental surgery. But it's all in God's plan, and I feel like God is doing great things right now. And I just need to trust that he's going to have a steady recovery, fast, steady recovery, and that I'm able to get back to life activities starting next week, and that I'm able to get another podcast episode out. But that was a little bit of a side tangent. I don't know what else is going on. I'm kind of back into the swing of things, going to school, semester two. So I have one new class, which is pretty fun. And yeah, I kind of have my motivation back. But for a little while, it was a little bit rough on going to the gym. I think I talked about in my last podcast episode, like how, or was it not last podcast episode? I don't know. But Yeah, I think it was the last one because I talked about how I had gone to the gym for 15 minutes each two times the past two weeks. Now it would be like the past three weeks, 
Well, actually, that's three times in the past three weeks because I did do a shorter workout just because I had a lot of homework to do. So, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. But I am just saying, prefacing this with, like, I'm not perfect. So I'm not, like, a girl who spends two hours at the gym every day. I'm lucky if I get, like, 45 minutes in. So just as a preface, like... I'm not perfect, and I'm going to be, like, really real with you guys in this episode, because there's going to be, like, some hard talk. Well, hopefully not too hard, but there is going to be, like, some hard talk and just some, like, I guess, quote-unquote confessions about my own personal journey, because it hasn't been, like, a linear, linear old journey where I'm like, oh, well, I started working out, and then I was perfect, and wow, perfect workout, like perfect girl, didn't do anything wrong, didn't have any struggles, was always perfect from day one. Because that is not me, and I want to just let you know that that's okay. And I just kind of wanted to give my own advice how to get into a gym habit, and like these are the things to look for and things that you can do to help get yourself into a good gym habit. So I wanted to start with my past relationship with working out. So I was a dancer growing up so I always had dance as like kind of my way to stay active and then I stopped dance after fifth grade so I decided that in middle school I kind of wanted to branch out and try some other things so I did basketball sixth and eighth grade and that was really fun well eighth grade basketball was super fun and I had a lot of fun with that but once I entered high school it got a little bit harder so my high school requires two years of gym class and I always hated gym class like I was the student who hated gym because I realized that it I realized now that it wasn't the class that was honed in on the things that I like so they didn't like actually expand on a lot of the other ways of working out like weightlifting it was kind of just like you play dodgeball and you run around the track and you play random games like tag football and those were never fun for me because the guys would always leave us girls out and then we would just give up because the guys would never throw anything to us and some of the people were like way too overly competitive and it was just not fun but something that I also struggled with was the at-home videos that promised crazy results. So Chloe Ting and a bunch of other like micro trends where it's like, oh, do this exercise for three days and you'll get a skinny waist. You'll get an hourglass figure. And I would watch like result videos and I would get like so motivated. And then I realized like, this isn't fun. I don't enjoy this. And it was all results-based. And I did not have a good, like, still I struggle with it. But at that point, I had a not good relationship with my body. Because I would see girls at school, I would see girls on the internet that just seemed like they had the perfect body. And I could not figure out why mine, my body did not look like that. And that was so hard because I would try these two-week challenges. I would give up halfway through because they're hard. 
And I don't want to bash on Chloe Ting because she is a really positive figure and I don't think she's trying to ruin girls' relationships with working out or getting fit. Like, I truly think that she's trying to do something good, but they just weren't a good fit for me because I'd see people post videos that's like trying Chloe's Chloe Ting's two-week challenge and like these are the results and they're crazy and they're and now I'm skinnier and all of that stuff and I never really realized like I can't get a completely flat stomach and that's not something that's healthy for girls like we literally should not have abs because of our reproductive organs like that's something that I didn't understand true like fully I didn't understand like the way that God built women's bodies isn't to be completely bone skinny and have a six-pack of abs and I think that's really beautiful once you realize that like God has such a perfect plan for our body and like just the way that he made it just so then we would be able to create life inside of us like that's crazy but also if because I was uninformed and I didn't know that, I thought that, you know, my quote-unquote lower belly fat was something that I should be ashamed of. And it was so hard for me because I would try these, like, crazy insane workout challenges and I would be like, well, I'm not seeing as fast results as I feel like I should have. And I it took me so long to realize, like, workout results aren't going to take two weeks. They're going to take a lot longer. And it really helped me to get into a gym habit when I stopped focusing on becoming skinny and I focused on becoming strong. And I think it just depends on the person because there's definitely like some really good workouts there out there. I think you can really enjoy Chloe's Ting's workouts if that is something that you're interested in and if that is something that you feel like is a good fit for you. But for me, it was so hard because I did not enjoy the workouts. I was doing them just for the results, not because of how they made me feel. I didn't really like the high intensity interval training, like the HIIT workouts. I don't like those. I like weight training because I like feeling strong, but it took me so long to find that out. And I was so stuck on like, I must do cardio and I must do HIIT and like even I'll see the Pilates videos where it's like Pilates can't change your body but do this for a week and I think Pilates is a great way to exercise but also I've realized like that's not the kind of exercising that I want to do because I don't want it to become just a thing where I compare myself to some girl on the internet who's like well, you know, Pilates can do this for you. So you should do Pilates and you can be skinny and have a big bottom. (laughs) Like that is literally what some of the videos show. And I think Pilates is a great way to move your body. I tried one of them and I was like, I don't know how this works, but it's a good, like very chill workout. And I don't want to bash any of the Pilates girls, but some of the hard parts that I find with, like, those kind of things, especially if I see it on Instagram, is, like, girls trying to share their results, and then I worry about 
you know, comparing myself to some random girl on the internet who has a completely different body type and different metabolism and maybe different diet than me. And I just don't want to fall into that loop. And I'd be interested in trying more Pilates because it was fun and it burned. But also I have realized like what I really love and I think that's the first step. Well, the second step on my podcast plan. But like the first step is to find something that you truly love, whether that's Pilates or weightlifting or cardio or whatever it may be. So, let's move on from my personal story and go into, like, my tips for getting into an actual gym habit and what I did to get into a gym habit. So, the number one thing that you can do is start with your closet. Like, it's that simple. So, look for cute gym clothes in your closet. I had a few because of gym class and dance and all of that stuff, but I got some from Target from Old Navy or oh and I'm wearing one right now from TJ Maxx and it's like the cutest little white cropped-ish not quite sweatshirt but it's like a sweatshirt but it's not as warm as a sweatshirt and it's one of my favorite things to go into the gym now because I like to squat and having a tank top on while you squat is not fun because the bar sometimes hurts your neck. So I've been looking for more like long sleeve kind of things just for that working out. But they're all really cheap. So Target, actually, I have bought some of my favorite workout clothes from Target. It doesn't have to be expensive because I know there's so many brands out there like Lululemon and Athleta and I don't know. There's a lot of other ones out there that are really expensive. And sometimes it leads you to believe that gym clothes can be expensive. But you can find like cute gym clothes at the thrift store. It kind of depends on where you live. But one time I went to the thrift store and I found an absolute steal. So I found a Lululemon workout bra for $2.50. And no, I don't just wear the workout bra, but I wear underneath stuff because it's a really nice high quality sports bra. And I was just like so shocked, one, that I found one, and two, that it was so cheap. But you can find like super good workout clothes at the thrift store. And I definitely have some stuff that I wear a lot that's from the thrift store, like my leggings that I wear all the time. And one pair of sweatpants that I have, they're both from the thrift store and I wear them all the time and nobody really can look and see that you got it secondhand. So if you're worried about the price of workout clothes, go look at the thrift store. Target and online are going to be a little bit more expensive, but not like Lululemon expensive because you can get cute stuff from like 20 to 30 dollars. And those are going to last a long time. Like, I got the nicest zip-up, not hoodie, but, like, it's kind of like a Lululemon dupe. I don't know. But that is, like, one of my favorite things to work out in because, like, I can take it off easily if I have a tank top underneath it. But also, it's just, like, the perfect semi-lightweight workout zip-up thing that I just honestly wear sometimes just as a top because it's so nice and I don't know how many times I've worn and washed it and it's not showing wear 
So even if you get it from like Target or TJ Maxx or Old Navy or wherever else you may get workout clothes, it doesn't mean that it has to be like crappy quality that's going to fall apart after the first wash. And why did I start with this is because finding cute gym clothes will motivate you to go to the gym. Because I don't feel as good when I work out in something that I don't like. I'm just going to put it plainly. Like, I don't like working out in clothes that don't make me feel good. And I am kind of weird with my clothes sometimes. But I have realized, like, the days which I wear pants that I don't like or a shirt that I don't like or just even an outfit that I don't necessarily like, I don't feel as good at the gym. It's so weird, and it's not like, I'm not trying to say that your motivation to go to the gym should rely solely on if you have a cute gym outfit, but I feel like having something that you feel confident in will just make you feel so much better at the gym. The second thing, I started kind of the episode out with this, but it's to find your niche. So, there are so many possible ways to work out, like cardio and weightlifting, calisthenics, is that how you say it? (laughs) Pilates, yoga, dance, and there's like also different ways that we could work out too, like places. So we can go to the gym, we can go outside, we can go, we can work out at home. So I get a gym membership because I work at the gym that I have the gym membership with. So if you work there, you get a complimentary membership, which I am so thankful for. But if I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't be going to that gym. I probably wouldn't be going to a gym at all because I wouldn't want to spend a bunch of money on a gym membership. So I would have to find another solution like working out at home. But I think you just have to utilize your resources. If getting a membership at a gym is what's going to motivate you to work out and go to the gym, get a membership at the gym. It doesn't have to be like some fancy, bougie, elite gym. I have a friend that goes to Planet Fitness and she says that it's not like bad at all. So you can go to Planet Fitness and yes, they're going to have less of a selection of things. But still, it's going to get you into the gym, and it's going to get you to work out, and it's going to get you to find something that you like. So I think it all depends. You can find out that you really like running and go on a run outside every single day. I don't like, I don't like running. Um, I'm not very a big, I'm not a very big cardio person, but if you like running, great job. (laughs) I found weightlifting is what I like because I realized that I'm already pretty strong, especially my legs. They are pretty strong and I kind of have a stronger build, which I didn't really know about, but starting to do weightlifting just made me feel so good and so strong and just helped release happy endorphins because I was like really excited that I was strong and I felt like, oh yes, I can do this. This is great. So there's also that. There's Pilates like I talked about earlier. You can, there's Pilates studios. I'm not sure if my town has one, but it might, or there might just be Pilates classes that I could look into signing up at. There's yoga, which is also a great one. There's Zumba sounds so fun. 
I don't know why, but that just, like, sounds so fun. There's cycling, whether that's, like, cycling indoors or just bike riding outside. I know that my gym offers a few cycling classes because there's, like, a cycling studio that I clean all the time. There's so many possible ways to work out, and it doesn't have to be just running because I had, like, this idea in my head that workout just means, like, tough cardio, and yes, I get sweaty while I weight lift, but it's not like I'm panting, struggling for air because I'm so tired from cardio. It's maybe I'm a little out of breath because I'm working hard, but it's not like cardio out of breath. And yes, I need to work my cardio more, but it doesn't have to be just one thing. And I feel like it's so easy for us to think, well, working out is just cardio or working out is just this, but there are so many possible ways that we can work out. There's so many possible ways to move our body every single day. So you should, the third tip is to make the gym fun. So this goes into your niche, the niche that you pick. You don't have to stay to one niche too. Like you can do Pilates and weightlift. You can do yoga and do cardio. It doesn't mean that you have to like stick just to weightlifting. You can do other things too, but just find the things that make you happy and make the gym fun. So that should go into choosing your niche. So like what makes the gym fun for you? What makes you motivated to work out? What do you like to do to work out? But working out should make you feel good. So whatever you pick, whatever you find that makes you feel like whatever you want your niche to be, make sure that it makes you feel good. Does cardio make me feel good? Yeah, sometimes, but am I ever motivated to do it? And I'm, am I ever very happy while I'm doing it? No, not really. <laughs> I'm much more happier when I'm lifting weights and doing like bicep curls or squats or whatever. I'm much more happier and you're much more likely to see a smile on my face when I'm squatting versus when I'm running on the treadmill. You're more likely to see me like have a pain pain in my face if I'm running on the treadmill because I'm so tired. I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I don't understand people who can run so much. I'm like, that is really admirable. I'm not a runner. I am just not that kind of person. But you should also, you could reward yourself with something. So I know some gyms have a sauna. So that's a really great way to reward yourself. I found out that I really like the sauna and it just feels so nice to sit in there after a workout and just like gets the blood pumping through your body, helps with a faster recovery, um, all of that stuff. So I love the sauna. You can also drink a protein smoothie or just a regular fruit smoothie, but protein smoothies have like really great benefits for building back muscle. If you're trying to gain muscle, protein is like the number one thing that's going to help you gain muscle besides working out. So a protein shake is good too. And you should listen to fun hype music. So I do have a Spotify playlist for all of my gym faves, and I will link that in the description of this episode. It's also linked on my podcast Instagram, but I love that gym playlist, and it's all Christian songs. I need to keep on adding more songs to it because it's not quite, like, even an hour long. It's long enough for my workouts, but I know some people work out for longer, so I'll try and add more videos, not videos, more songs to that. Just for you guys. And 
I feel like finding a fun playlist that gets you hyped up and happy about going to the gym and just like pumped up for the gym is something that makes it so exciting. And just to go back, like finding something to make the gym fun, when you go to the gym, yes, there's going to be days that you're not going to feel like it. Like how many days out of the week, at least once out of the week, I don't feel like going to the gym. But there's like two times out of the week where I am driving to the gym and I am happy as can be because I'm like, I'm going to get a workout in. I'm going to feel so good after this. I'm so excited to work out. And I feel like we should all have that kind of mindset when we go to work out. You should be excited. Like I have texted my friend, I'm so excited to go weightlift today. You should be wanting to text your friends or just like thinking to yourself, I am so excited for this today at least once a week. Because if you're not like thinking that and you're mostly thinking, oh, I'm dreading this. Yes, there's going to be weeks like that. But if it's just week upon week upon week upon week where you're just like, oh, I really don't want to go to the gym. I really don't want to run. I really don't want to go to this yoga class, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like that over and over and over. Maybe you should rethink what you're doing and try and find something that you find a little bit more fun. Because if you find it fun, you're going to keep with it so much longer. Because if you don't find it fun, you're not going to want to go. You're not going to feel motivated to go. And then the next thing with making the gym fun, um, when I was talking about rewarding yourself, try not to reward yourself with the wrong things. So this was in the book Atomic Habits, and he just brought up the example of the gym. And he had, James Clear, the author, had said that you don't want to reward yourself with going to the gym by going to McDonald's right afterwards and getting a McFlurry, because that's going to actually harm your progress. You're just going to go to the gym to burn off that McFlurry. So you should be finding things that help aid your work that you're putting in in the gym. So whether that's a sauna or a protein smoothie or just a regular fruit smoothie or whatever it may be, if if like the pure enjoyment of it isn't enough, you shouldn't be trying to motivate yourself to go to the gym just to go eat junk food afterwards. You should be trying to reward yourself in other ways so then you're able to just be like, be a lot more motivated to do it. Because if you're going to go get junk food afterwards, it's not, you're not going to be seeing as much progress. But if you get yourself, like, a protein smoothie, like, splurging on one, maybe, like, once a week or once every two weeks, I have an employee discount, so I get it a lot more than I would if I didn't have a discount. Because it's, it's a lot less with the discount. But you could make protein smoothie at home and if you find a good recipe and it's something that you really enjoy then you'll be like well if I finish my workout I'm gonna be able to go get this yummy smoothie and this is really good and I really like this smoothie and I want to I want to drink this smoothie but I have to work out first and like having that reward of a sweet smoothie afterwards might be just enough push that you need to get into that habit, to go to the gym that day. So my fourth thing is to smart start small and work up to more. So 
don't start by going to the gym every day for two hours. Go for 15 to 30 minutes. So we should be starting a little bit smaller because it's so easy for that first week when you have so much motivation to go for a long time. But once that ends, once that like first burst of, not emotion, but first burst of motivation wears out, you're going to be like, is this really sustainable for my life? Is this two hours a day actually going to be sustainable for the next month, the next two, three months? That's why I suggest you start small. So just as like progress in the gym, you have to start smaller and work up to it, like in weights or in how much cardio you do. You have to build endurance. You also just have to build in more time on your schedule. So don't start by going to the gym every day for two hours. Go for like 15 to 30 minutes. I think there's so much that you can do in a 15 minute workout. Like you can do 15 minutes of abs or 15 minutes of running and like that's still going to get you a good workout in and then once you get like really addicted to working out (laughs) you'll be able to go a lot longer. Like during the summer I used to go 15 to 30 minutes because I did a lot more cardio in the summer so I would just go for that short amount of time and then go to the sauna and then leave and that was my workout routine and now I go longer because I found out that I actually really love weightlifting and now I go a lot longer than I did during the summer but I had to work up to that like if I had started with like 45 minute to an hour exercises I'm not sure if I would have stuck to it as much and there's still some days that I do short exercises like 15 minutes 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but I think 15 minutes is better than zero minutes. So try and get at least 15 minutes in and make sure you take your rest days, but try, if you have the time, sneak in 15 minutes of the gym. Also, don't start, like I said, you need to build endurance. So maybe run 1k for the first week and then wait a few weeks not a few weeks, but like a week and a half, and then you can up it to 1.5k, and then wait like a week, and then you can go 2k, but you need to build up that endurance before you can like go forever, because you're not going to be able to like wake up one morning and run a 10k. You're going to have to build on to that, and that's going to take a lot of work, but if we start small by just the 1k, because I feel like 1ks are pretty attainable for us, because 5k is 3.11 miles, I think. So if you run 1k, that's less than a mile. And it may seem like a lot at the start, but just working up like one kilometer at a time, I feel like that would really help get you into a better running habit if you want to run or if you want to do something else. Just try and build up your endurance first. So don't try and like run 10k. wake up one morning and run 10k you're gonna need to build up to it over weeks and weeks and weeks and you'll be able to do it if you build up to it so just building your endurance like this is start small and then work up to more you're not going to be able to start at 5k or 10k well maybe you could do a 5k you might just be a little bit dead by the end of it but you can start with 1k and then the next week do 2k and just keep on building on top of it and then as soon as you know it you're going to be able to run like 10k 
Well, it's going to take a little bit longer than like a week, but we should be constantly trying to build up to more. So the fifth thing is to how to stay consistent. So my number one tip is to get a habit tracker to see your progress because progress takes time. That's why so many people quit and because they don't see results and get unmotivated. I look at the timelines that people put out on social media where it's like one month you'll start feeling change, two months you'll start seeing change, and three months people will start seeing change. And I'm not quite sure if that's completely true, but it's hard to see those timelines, those videos, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to do this for that long? I'm going to have to say that consistent just for other people to be like, oh, you look really good. What have have you been working out? Like three months? That's crazy. But I've realized that it shouldn't be results-based. I have found so much more joy and so much more fulfillment when my mindset shifted from results to strength. I don't know how to explain that. But like shifted from like what my body looks like to how my body feels. So have I added more weight onto my curling? I probably can now. Well, maybe I can't once I get back into the gym habit after getting my wisdom teeth out. But I am not, I don't know if I'll be able to jump right back in, but I have seen, like I started, I think it was with 12.5 pounds on each side. I would curl that. And then I worked up a little bit more and I was able to do 15 and then 17.5 and then 20. And if I tried, I could probably do 22.5 and it just takes time. And I would say focus on the ways that you're improving. So if you're trying to be better at cardio, how has your endurance improved? Something that because I did a lot of cardio during the summer, something that kept me going was if I started in the summer on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes, I could not do it. But like a month and a half, or maybe it was about a month into the summer, I was able to do 30 minutes on the Stairmaster. Was I tired afterwards? 100%. But seeing the growth of wow, I was only able to do like 10 minutes to now a month later, I'm able to do 30 minutes. Like that's an insane amount of growth. And I feel like we should be focusing on the ways that we're improving, not the way that our body looks because also our bodies are ever changing. We are always like cycling, whether we're bloated this week or we, I think bloating is like the biggest thing because Sometimes you like wake up and you feel like, ooh, I'm skinny, quote unquote skinny, like morning skinny. And then like as soon as you eat food, you're like, oh, I'm bloated again. And that all kind of goes into your diet. But that's a talk for another time. It's like so easy to try and focus on like what does our body look like? But we got to always remember like our bodies are always changing. And that is something, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I didn't understand when I was first trying to get into working out. I didn't understand that my body's not gonna look the same every single day or every single week. It's going to look different. And just because it looks a little bit different today, it doesn't mean that I'm not doing good or my thing isn't working. So 
I would say that we should focus on the ways that we're improving. So, like I said, how your endurance improved. And, like, I was talking about my experience. Like, can you lift more than you used to? Like, where did you start? Think about where you started. Because, usually, you see all the strong people in the gym, and you're like, they're really, really strong, what do I do? And then, once you keep on consistent, like, that's their key, consistency. Like, soon enough, you'll be able to lift as much as them. Yes, it is going to take months of work. Or even, like, a few years, especially if they're, like, the really, really strong people. But people always started somewhere. They didn't wake up one day and then be able to bench press 225. They had to work up to that. And I don't think that's really possible. Well, I don't know. Don't take, don't take my words. But, like, I don't think I could do that as a female. But, like, you look at the guy... This is a bad example, but you look at girls and they're like bench pressing one plate and you're like, whoa, you're so strong. How did you do that? But who knew like a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago or maybe even two years ago, they were only benching the bar. Maybe you see somebody squatting a crazy amount or curling a crazy amount, but you might not know where they started from. They're going to they probably started from your starting point and just with a lot of consistency and work and not giving up when they weren't seeing the results that they wanted to in a week or in a month or in two months they didn't give up and they were able to grow so much because they focused on the ways that they were improving not the ways that they looked so we all have a starting point you might go up to me in the gym and you might be like whoa she's curling 20s like she's really strong I don't know if that's really strong I feel like it's not that strong but some girls might come up to me and they might think wow she looks really strong I feel like it also just has to do with your body type too um (laughs) but that's another rant for another time but anyways you might come up to me somebody about like my height and my size and they might be like she's curling 20 I can only do 12.5. And if you ask me, I would 100% say, yeah, I started with that weight too. That was me a few months ago. Like, a little like, oh, yep, here's my little tiny 12.5s. But I worked up. And I saw my improvement. Like, we're not all going to be perfect. I like to do this one exercise where you put your arm on like a bench and it's like kind of at an incline and you have a dumbbell and it's like just one arm bicep curl I think maybe they're called preacher curls but like one arm I don't quite know what they're called but I started with was it eight pounds or ten pounds it was something really small and I can do like 20 pounds now but I started like so small of a weight and it's so easy for you to be like oh well that person she's just strong but where did they start from? Because we we should shy away from like a weight on a scale or a measurement, especially in the first few months. And we should look more about how our body feels. Like that first week, maybe you're only able to curl 10 pounds. But the next week, you might be able to do 12.5s. And then, I don't know, it kind of depends on the person. 
But like, if you put in consistent work, you will see your muscles grow. You will feel your muscles grow. Well, this is with weightlifting, but really with anything, you're going to see your endurance grow. Yeah, maybe you'll only be able to run for 10 minutes straight. But if you keep on becoming consistent and putting on that consistency and that work, you are going to see your body pay off. Like, it's going to pay off. Your hard work is going to pay off. So don't look at the weight on a scale or a measurement. Look at how your body feels and focus on the ways that you're improving. So how has your endurance improved? Or can you lift more than you used to? I think that's my number one thing to stay consistent is to remind yourself of like, where was I a week ago even? A week ago, I was lifting... 10 pounds and now I'm lifting 12.5. I'm already seeing improvement. And even if I'm not seeing a big improvement in the size of my muscles, I'm still improving. And I think that's something so vitally important to our gym habit. And then my last tip is to find somebody to work out with. This is something that I feel like is so overlooked, but find somebody to work out with, especially if it's somebody who already knows how to work out. Because yeah, either you and your bestie can go get a gym membership together and be absolute complete beginners, or you can find like a different friend or a coworker, or I don't know, class might might be weird. But if it's something somebody semi close to you, ask them. Don't be afraid to ask if you could go tag along to the gym and if they would teach you a few things, because most of the exercises that I do today are ones that I learned in the summer. When I had asked, I had a coworker. he quit the job though, but he is actually a basketball coach for girls my age and he knows how to work out. Like he has been working out most of his life. He coaches girls, he helps them like with basketball skills, but then also he does strength training and he taught me so many good exercises. And if it weren't for him, I wouldn't know how to do most of the stuff that I do in the gym. Like, I have just taken the exercises that we have done together, and those are the ones that I do most consistently. Like, he taught me the bench curl thing. He taught me the bice. Well, those ones are pretty easy. But, like, the ones that we did together, and he kind of taught me, like, oh, like, this is what you can do on arm day, and this is what you can do on back day and shoulder day, and, like, this is what this exercises works and this is what this exercise works and yes I've added some exercises in there too that I've learned since but like 80% of the exercises that I do are the exercises well maybe more like 70% but they're the exercises that I learned working out with him and never underestimate the power of like a good teacher so even if it's just like can I take along with you to the gym for two days and see your arm routine and then your leg routine and get taught how to do those things, it's going to help you so much with your actual workout routine. Because if you, it's so hard going into the gym and not knowing how to do anything. Like that was the hardest thing for me is to feel like I don't know how to weight lift. So I'm just going to go on to one of the cardio machines because that's the only thing that I know how to do. But I decided to get out of my comfort zone and be like, okay, I'm going to ask if he can teach me some stuff, if he can spread his coach expertise, and it was one of the best decisions that I 
made in starting my gym habit because I would not know how to do everything that I know how to do now if it weren't for his teaching and his quote-unquote guidance and how he taught me how to do some things. And it also helps to have somebody who's already been to the gym go with you because they know how to do the correct form. So they can also correct your form like if you're doing something wrong. They can be like, yeah, actually your art, your back isn't supposed to be arched. It's supposed to be straight. So make sure you have a straight back. And just those little tiny things will help you so much in your strength building. So that is my last tip. And if you don't have a friend who's going to the gym, if you have a friend that wants to go to the gym with you, then you guys should go together. There is strength in numbers. This will be, I'm going to go on a little bit of side challenge that I didn't put in my podcast plan, but there's strength in numbers because it is so scary to start out at the gym by yourself. First thing, a newbie. I had that fear of people. I was like, they're all looking at me. They're all judging me. I'm not doing this thing right. Like, I can't do this. I'm bad at exercising. Blah, 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 blah. And you kind of just have to realize, like, people aren't looking at you. Yes, there might be some. (laughs) If I'm looking at a person, it's most likely I'm staring off into space when I'm at the gym because I do that a lot where I'm just, like, in between a set And I'm just like staring off into space, just zoning out. And I feel like a lot of people feel judged in the gym, but I think that most people at the gym would just be like, if they see you and maybe you don't have the heaviest weights, they are going to see you and they're going to be like, yeah, I started from there. Like, good for her. Good for him. They are starting. And that's the first step. So, Either find a little corner in the gym that'll make you feel a little bit more comfortable if you stay in that little corner of your gym to work out. You don't have to be in the scary weightlifting section. I still don't go into the late weightlifting section in my gym. I go over to the not as scary weightlifting section. There are like just some weights, but they don't go, I think the heaviest is 40 so not very many strong burly guys go into that section to go work out and like most people up there aren't like super professional strong you can see all the muscles kind of people they're more like just beginners or older people or just females like a lot of girls go over there because there are some guys but usually there's not as many guys just because, like, there's not a big selection of heavier weights. So, just try and find, like, a corner or a little area that maybe is away from the quote-unquote weightlifting section but still has weights near it, or you can just, like, grab some weights and find a corner and just do your exercises with those weights and then go return your weights in the place that you might feel uncomfortable. So, find your little corner. We've all been there. I still, like I said, I don't go in the weight section at all. I actually have been in the weight section twice, but it was when I was with friends. So, I've never been there alone. I don't like working out there alone. So, I always go up to my little upstairs area or a different little 
area, which is downstairs, but it's a little bit more chill. I just kind of stay away from those areas just because, you know, I don't feel as comfortable over there. And that's fine. Like, go with what you're comfortable with. And that is going to help you so much. So either find a buddy who's new to the gym like you or find a buddy who's maybe not new to the gym but can teach you some stuff and that you can go with and if you don't have a buddy go find your little area that you feel comfortable in and just remember people aren't judging you I unless there's like really mean people but I think like 95 to 99 percent of the people who go to the gym don't judge and aren't really caring about what you're doing they're not just like oh I'm gonna look at this person and judge them for their exercising and oh their form is just a little bit off no people don't care that much people are at the gym to work out not to go watch people work out and judge them on how much they're lifting or how good their form is or what they're doing like there's not very many critics in the gym I haven't met somebody who's ever been mean to me or critic-like. There was one person who was like, you guys should have the little things for the um, squat bar. You should have, like, the holders a little bit lower because when you, like, let go of the squat bar, it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to, like, go up on your tippy toes to get it back racked onto the rack you should have a little bit lower and like that was really really helpful but he was so respectful when he was like that he was like just so you know like I don't want to be that douche or anything but just so you know like this is the safe way to do it and I was actually really thankful for that and like if somebody's gonna come up to you and talk to you either they're gonna ask if you're using something or be like hey, I'm really, really sorry. I don't want to sound mean or anything, but, like, this is how, like, this is just a safety thing if you want to hear. But that's only happened to me once, and I've been going to the gym for a pretty long time now. So I think you're probably fine. There are going to be people that may come up to you and be like, hey, just so you know, blah, 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 blah. But how many times do I see people doing that? Like, not a lot. I don't think I've actually ever seen somebody do that. So you don't even have to worry about that. But anyways, those are my last few words on this episode. So thank you so much for listening. And maybe I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Maybe if not Thursday, who knows. But thank you for listening. And I love all of you. And have a great rest of your day, your week. And I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure to go follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast or you could email me at thatchristiangirl.podcast1 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and rate the show because that really helps me out. And thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you in the next one. Bye.